Wanessa. Wanessa is conversation. It's authentically building community and connections. Grab a cup and let's chat. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hey. We're back. Pew, pew, pew. I'm better. I can't. Not really. I don't know. Are we better? We're definitely back. Yeah, we're just back. (laughs) (laughs) Right now. Yeah. On the yeah. We're just back. Um, welcome back if you're listening to this. Um, we've missed you actually. Uh, we miss doing this. We miss having these conversations. This time we decided to do things very differently. We're gonna be super casual. We're just gonna talk about what we've been up to and where we're at in life. And literally that's it. Um, yep. so you're basically listening in on a conversation between us three actually well, let's, actually let's each introduce ourselves because we're not doing video so people recognize our voices if they oh, don't yeah. know us already sure i'm in fat <laughs> i'm Sanat. i'm abroad and welcome to our ted talk welcome to tea time in Wanessa. all right <laughs> what the hell have we been up to where do we start? It's been a number of months. Do we start yes. from November, December? <laughs> June. We passed three seasons. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I don't even know, first of all, how it's June. So let's, yeah, let's backtrack June. into the end. end of June. I know. I saw June 22nd. Today is, by the way, Tuesday, June 22nd. Wow, wow, wow. When we're recording this, you'll hear it later on in the week. But how did we get here? I don't know. I don't know. Crazy. Time is a figment of our imagination. Yeah, actual madness. No. What the hell, though? And all of this, all of this time, basically, we've spent it inside quarantine, trying to not lose our minds. But to be fair, and you guys are gonna get in on the deets right now, we were really not quarantine like that no we 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 escaped we were we were outside before people were supposed to be outside yeah in a safe manner yeah talk about safety first ladies yes 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 we were safe but we definitely left the country (laughs) (laughs) oh Oh my goodness okay i'm scrolling back up into my camera roll because i like we said Time is a figment, mm-hmm. and I have no idea what was going on. So we're starting November, post B-Day. Now, where did you go? November, I was here. November, we... B-Day what? trips. Combined okay. B-Day trips. Oh, oh my God. So okay. Cute. So for November, we did a joint birthday trip. Me and Abroad combined our birthday parties. and That did- was cutest moments ever and it was a surprise you guys didn't know where exactly we were going yeah oh yeah so <laughs> basically all i requested was a house with a hot tub that was my request i was like for my birthday i want to go somewhere that has a hot tub i told you she was gonna get a bathtub that's the best <laughs> she was like I don't and know. i'm gonna get her a, bu- a bath bomb <laughs> right and i believed that and i was a little hurt about it because i was like so you're not even gonna get me my my hot tub my present for my birthday. Um, she ended up pulling through, though. I got the hot tub. 
but that, that was a moment. That was Shout lovely. Bath bomb. Nigga, I don't care about the bath bomb. <laughs> Literally could care less. Yeah, we were we were soup in that water. We were bubbling in the hot tub and it was glorious. It was amazing. It was so so good. It's like a Halloween thing and we lived our Oh, bro, what were we for Halloween? We were brats. We lived our brats dream. Oh, my gosh. Glittery and pop of color. Yep. Those, that was a good moment. That was a really good moment. It was super fun, super girly, just to, like, hang out with the girls and they have that time to decompress. Everything. It was just cute. Yeah, it was sunrise. Yeah, you know, that's my favorite part is the actual, for whatever reason, it's always making breakfast together. Yeah. It's always mm-hmm. my favorite. And then the music blasting. Like, those are the things that stick in my mind. So, yeah. And me and Abra made a huge deal over our Halloween costumes. We're like, it's a secret. It's a <laughs> secret. And then when we finally revealed, they were like, what are you guys? <laughs> no, you had signs. We, we did have signs. Yeah. But without you spend time bedazzling things. <laughs> you especially. Now I y'all mean, admitted. Y'all went vintage shopping, bought the stuff, bedazzled it. It was you did a great job. Did we not look like brass? No, though? you did. You did yeah. a fabulous job. I, for us it was a ten out of ten. Yeah. 10 out of 10. No, yeah. y'all killed it. That was the most I've ever done for Halloween. In, in my whole life, and probably <laughs> and we'll probably ever do, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. No, okay, really check. I totally forgot about that. Oh my check. god, I know that was fun. That was really fun. What else did we oh do? Okay, the one time we went out for breakfast, though, never go out for breakfast in a cabiny area. That is also in the boonies. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. That's about the worst decision you can make. Don't do it. Don't do it. Gross. How do you fuck up tea? <laughs> okay, but you are also like, what are the notes in this tea? Because they <laughs> had like boonies. five flavors. They were like, we have rhubarb, we have peppermint. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there was some house blend. I'm like, what the hell's in the house blend? What are the notes? He said, it's a, she said, it's a tea blend. It's a house blend. My favorite was our waitress was new. So then the manager was, no, no, no. So her trainer came and he didn't know shit either. So then they called the manager. So at one point we had three people. All to tell to her the notes of the tea. Don't and then freaking house blend if you don't know what's in it. And then after all of that, we all get pots of tea for some, <laughs> for some dumb reason. We all get a pot of tea. Everybody for what? Tea. <laughs> it was disgusting. It was Moya was Hana. <laughs> Dirty ass water in the boondocks of Virginia. It was in Virginia, Maryland. Yeah, somebody did get it taken off the bill. (laughs) Somebody got it taken off the bill. For them. (laughs) I should have been for one person. (laughs) She was like, I did not enjoy this. The rest of us were like, it's fine. I'll pay the $7. (laughs) Yeah, so it was your dirty water. Yeah, Shut we, up. <laughs> it was a great weekend overall. Yeah, we definitely were like, you know what? We'll take this out. Oh my <laughs> god! I was like, this tea was not. It was not tea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the <Yeah>. tea. <laughs> 
The math ain't math, it don't make oh, it. Oh. Oh. Horrible. <laughs> okay, what else happened? So moving on to December. That's when we, as a collective, escaped, but to different places. Yeah. Yes. So y'all went home. See Dan. Homeland. What oh my God! It like? was it was the first time I'd gone in three years, mm. and life is changed drastically. Like it's really sad. Every time people are like, "Oh, Sudan's gotten worse," blah blah blah. You're like, "Okay, they're exaggerating." But literally, in three years, I did see the difference. It was really nice though, like seeing family and like spending that time with family. And we were quarantined. Like I think this is the first time I've ever gone to Sudan and not gone to a wedding or any like big social function it was mm -hmm. pretty much like us and our immediate family together all the time for like the yeah weeks we were there. it was definitely family time what was amazing it was the first time that all of us had gone at the same time in also a very very long time since we all um, yeah all you meaning your entire with my family. dad and everything with my father and mother and everybody it was really crazy um, but so, so thankful that for that. Minus my eyes, though. <laughs> <laughs> Minus my eyes. <laughs> but that's why I said that to my eyes. He's the only one always missing. <laughs> Literally. Uh, I hope he gets a family trip soon. Pray for my eyes, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, who the fuck is <laughs> Yeah, for all the family stories. <laughs> Literally. For reason, bro. It's just me. <laughs> I don't know why. He is hilarious. Have you is... ever met Moise? Never met Moise. Are you serious? I'm serious. Oh my god. But I'm his biggest are... fan. Yeah, you guys are literally. Probably just geek. We have to make that happen ASAP. Alright. We have to make that happen. <laughs> but yeah, it was really amazing to catch up with the cousins and see our aunts and just it was spectacular and I had a chance to go to Kurdufan and I loved it. When I tell you seeing, like, the the natural, like, everything outside in Sudan was just amazing. Seeing all the animals. I didn't realize how many camels were in Sudan at all. Um, it was just, it was really, really, really beautiful. And it was an opportunity to just disconnect. And yeah. I loved every everything about it. Yeah. I've never been to Kurdufan. I haven't um, but from the pictures and videos that you sent me, it did look really, really beautiful. Amazing. Just like being disconnected from the world in that way, but also being surrounded by so many, like so much love and they're living their mm -hmm. full lives. Mm -hmm. You don't feel like they're like, I don't know. They, they have their own little world there. Yes, and they love it. Yeah. I feel like whenever they come to like Khartoum and, and a lot of them go to Emirat and stuff, but when you're home and when you're in that peace, they don't wish anything else. They don't want anything else. And honestly, right. I get it. Like, Khartoum, is, I love Khartoum, but it's so hectic. One of my favorite parts is when we went to Niala. And I remember I yes. was sitting on the plane. It was a two-hour plane ride from Khartoum to Niala. I was, I was on the window. And literally, Sudan is empty. For the two hours on the plane, I was looking out the window. And you literally just see, like, two houses spread out mm. sporadically like the whole country is empty but everyone just flocks to Khartoum but yeah, yeah then, like it was really nice going to like see my dad's family and just interacting in that way it was the first time I'd gone with my dad and seeing mm. just like how it's changed because last time I went was like 10 years ago 
Yeah. Yeah. That was really emotional. That was, it was really, really nice. And what was amazing is we got an opportunity to go like to a lot of people's homes and see how they were and just really reconnect and put faces to names. And that was just so amazing. And obviously spending time with our grandma was so so nice. And it's like, it's crazy because we both have big families, mashallah, and there's so many people mm-hmm. in our families that we don't actually know. I feel like I know 20% of my family, honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. There's less. Five. For me, it's even less. <laughs> like, I'm like, but, oh. but the thing is, it's like we know a lot of people, but mashallah, mm-hmm. there's a lot more. Yes. Yes. Wow, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. See, my family is pretty big, and I know a good amount of them. But I also be forgetting their names. Yeah. It's just like, I know. And the other thing is, my dad's side of the family, they all look alike. Like, I know a Ginawi. I'm like, yep. But I just don't know your name. They literally all look alike. We have very similar faces. It's kind of crazy. My dad has a lot of um, half siblings. So it's like, I know all his, all his like full siblings really well, but all the half ones. I'm like, I didn't know that was a good school. Because, <laughs> mashallah, they're, like, all oh, over the place. That's my family. It's yeah. so funny. But they know us, which is funny. And I'm like, I know. Hi. It's like, we're the celebrity <laughs> abroad. How y'all doing? Yeah. <laughs> so, oh. how do you guys feel like your ought to be, like, you know, was when you went home? Do you think it, you managed or did you sound crazy? I felt like I sounded crazy. I felt like I sounded crazy, but at the same time, we get to that Nia, me and Nia. At the same time. Yeah, you pick up on the colloquial sucker quickly. But you have good Arabic. Yeah. Abra, you speak too I mean, shout out to my Musik Salat and Arabic music, you know? They keep me hip. Yeah. If I went, I would need some help. I would definitely need some help. My Arabic has become very, very dusty. I can't finish a sentence with saying but and you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> God, God bless our cousins because they are patient. <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh. It was slow. A lot of slow talking. Yeah. But by, like, honestly, you pick it up because it's about being immersed in that environment. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like because we talk in English so much, mm-hmm. we don't get an opportunity. But when you go to Sudan and you are beginning to speak Arabic at the beginning, it, it's like a little, yeah. it's a little bit of a hurdle. But then you Dusty. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Did y'all go anywhere exciting that people need to go visit? Like, what are my these American Sudanese people on? One of my favorite things was watching the sunrise on the Nile. Mm. I think that'll be like top moments of my life. Pretty wow. awesome. Yeah, it was like like the sun. I've seen more beautiful sunrises, but just seeing it in my own country, Finid, mm. like feeling that like this is home sense, and just mm. seeing Khartoum that peaceful, like that was that was beautiful. That was one of my favorite moment like, wow. my favorite moment was the one that followed where <laughs> we snuck back into the house <laughs> <laughs> that was, was comical like, <laughs> this is new year's day at that point. Yeah, yeah so we're out all night and he and i we're like we with what? our cousins and what else we huh? were around we went we went and got ice cream we went down to riyadh then we got that was crazy. this private boat and watched the sunrise and then knocked on we went to our door at like 
8 a.m. <gasps> yeah, <laughs> it was real. No, it wasn't 8. It was like 6. No, no, no. And it was funny. It was 7. What's funny is my uncle was like going out, so he opened the door. Where was he going? Where is he going? I don't even know. He was going to Safal Ish. This was him at 7 a.m. Oh, my he was God. He, as we were about to open the main door, he opened the door and was putting on his mask. And his eyes, like what I tell you, cartoon bugged out of his face. He was like, oh. did you do it? <laughs> and I, was, I literally just passed him. I was like, I have nothing to say. <laughs> they got this. I'm we going have, to bed. I, I just laughed. I was like, Sabah al Khair Khan Umar and like went inside and laughed. It was hilarious. I knew Nas Fishnow into Fishnow. We were right? from an all nighter and he was out to go to Safal Ish. Oh, okay. the bread line, by the way. The economy and <laughs> the bread lines in Sudan. For y'all who don't understand, Safal Ish is a whole ordeal. I mean, he, he, he probably was there until 3 p.m. And we just finished our Nutella ice cream and watched the sunrise <laughs> on the night. <laughs> okay. But, like, by... The one thing about Sudan is, like, the dichotomies are insane. Some people live in a completely different reality than other people. For sure. That's wild. For even sure. in the same house. <laughs> even in the same house, apparently. <laughs> That whole day was crazy. We, like, had, like, a family dinner and did, like, 12 little kid birthdays. <laughs> then at, like, 2 a.m., we're, like, bye. So like, 8. What is this? If you... Right? It might have been, actually. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Anyway, that was, that was really so, crazy. Wait, Another was, important thing. Why was that huh? your favorite, though? I don't know. It was just really funny. I think I like the chaos of uh, the whole night. You are a chaotic And then bitch. my thing is, my uncle's a snitch. So we, like, go no. outside. We go to sleep, all of that. We're like, in the evening, he my mom. On yeah, in the evening, my mom was like, so what time did y'all come? What time in the night did y'all come home? He was like, night! It's like, these niggas walked up to <laughs> Like, <laughs> shut up, bro. Why are you snitch on us? <laughs> well, y'all almost got away with it. Oh, that well. was a close, <laughs> very, very close. You kind of made out with that one. <laughs> yeah. Another thing about Sudan is we met Nadine IRL, which I was lovely. Her. Oh my god! Literally yeah, obsessed. Really jealous of that. That was so loved, fun. Loved her. It was so. She's just as amazing as she was on our podcast, and even more so. One of the loveliest people ever, and. Aww. Oh, that was wonderful. Shout out, Nadine. Shout out, Nadine. Bow, bow, Love bow. you. Yeah, we need, we need to get one of those sound things now. Yes, for sure. <laughs> Take out your DJ stuff just for us. Bow, bow, bow. <laughs> but if y'all want the cool spots, you got to message us so we know it's interactive, and then we'll send it to you. Right. We'll keep y'all waiting. <laughs> right, right, right. Nothing's, nothing in this life is free. <laughs> you guys are actually mad annoying they didn't i can tell you from speaking to them they didn't go anywhere that special so. are you kidding me i had a great I mean, time we tried our best no, i'm talking about the restaurant oh. they're not gonna put you on anything no, also y'all could actually, come to our house wait wait wait. Come. actually this was the first time i'd gone to this many restaurants in sudan because yeah. usually it's weddings this time like i'd never explored riyadh like that okay so you yeah. know the places in riyadh 
I'm trying to help y'all out. That was sneaky. <laughs> you know the faces every on. Shout Whatever. What it, that's it. That's all you guys are going to get. So that's let's it. look at the map around the world. Where did you go, Sana? I escaped to the land of the bougie. AKA Dubai. <laughs> I went to Dubai, Dubai. Dubai. Oh, that's my bad. Monsieur Dubai. <laughs> Dubai. Um, I had... I had a great time in the sense that I really missed my family. It had been so long. I wasn't sure when I would see them next. Also, my dad had been gone for months at that point, and that was really the main reason we went, was to go see him. He'd been out of the country pretty much the entire pandemic, I want to say. Yeah. So, yeah, I went to Dubai, Dubai, and um, I had a good time. It was definitely a change of weather. It was very much a, like whiplash for me because it was super advanced in terms of like COVID and pandemic and all that stuff. Like they were still wearing masks and everything everywhere, but the numbers were so low that life was pretty much open for the most part. And we left at a time when America was pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. And we yeah. didn't know like things were so closed here and pe- countries hadn't really figured out COVID regulations. Right. Uh, Dubai did though. At yeah, that point yeah. in time, Dubai yeah. had it in check. Their numbers were so low. Yeah. COVID testing was pretty much everywhere. I mean, they really got it together. So it was so interesting for me to come from like the worst country to go to like one of the best at the time, and um and seeing how the country like I, it was the first time I felt like wow there is life past COVID. Like I find like clicked in my mind that it is a possibility because mm-hmm. before that I was like we could be here forever I mean mm-hmm. I didn't know what the hell was gonna happen yeah these were like felt so far away mm-hmm. and while I was there people were getting vaccinated mm-hmm. and they were just giving them out and they had all three vaccines I believe and oh, really? the third one was a Chinese one yeah mm-hmm. but a uh, majority of people I believe got the Chinese vaccine in Dubai mm-hmm. anyways I had a great but time but we didn't get vaccinated until after we came back right yes we including me yeah yeah Yeah. so i had a good time um but it just felt weird i'm not really sure i'm a big fan of the country um yeah it's just in what regard it's not really my vibe you know it's it's so complicated for me in terms of the regard like i think there are a lot of amazing things in terms of you know, how people live their lives, the work-life balance. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not really hard in some ways for folks to manage, right? Like, you can manage there. Yeah. You may not be, like, the wealthiest person, but you will definitely manage. You will if have, you have the right passport. You can do anything. Yeah, see, that's different. That's, like, literally living. You can live yeah. a good life, yeah. but you could also manage with, yeah. with the wrong passport and still be able to, like, live somewhat okay. Mm-hmm. I just, I think I have a very hard time reckoning with, you know, the fact that there's a lot of, like, injustice that goes on there, but it's yeah. very much swept under the rug, and you can't really talk about it openly. That very mm-hmm. much bothers me, especially coming from the U.S., where 
we call out this country and the government on all its bullshit. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people yeah. don't agree, whatever, but at least I feel like I can talk about it openly yeah. and we can have a discussion and everything is laid out in the open to yeah. any degree. Whereas mm-hmm. there, it was like, you know, the, you can't talk about it. There's a lot of propaganda and there's, mm-hmm. you're also afraid of repercussions if you do speak out. Yeah, definitely afraid of repercussions. Like you had to look left and right before you discussed any any of those sorts of things in public, especially. Yeah. Literally, um, you open your mouth and they're like deported. Right. Deported. <laughs> uh, you looked at them wrong. Deported. Like, Literally. And the propaganda is is working. I will say yeah. that because having discussions with with folks there, they were like, no, you know, I don't know what you're talking about, or not. They don't know what you're talking about, but they they still felt like it was not that bad yeah you know which in comparison to a lot of other countries or situation or whatever may not be that bad but for me it was just i had a really hard time dealing with that and even though the united states is the ghettoest of the ghetto mm-hmm. we're really not. no we're pretty up there we're up there but the, i was i was talking to abroad about this last week is here in this country movement is slow but you you see it right like yeah. there there's still a semblance of like progress what as slow as it is like mm. like people the the grassroots efforts work whereas like in countries like dubai first of all are there grassroots efforts second of all are they working i have no idea this isn't a judgment i don't know like the the context of the country and such but that's just one thing that i say i appreciate about, i appreciate about america is as slow and as annoying our, as our institutions are they do change even if it's like super slow yes even if even if it's not necessarily you know leading to change there is a sense of awareness mm-hmm. and that increases over time right mm-hmm. like one thing with our generation is that we've really increased our awareness significantly and um, have been forced to read and educate ourselves on several fronts with things that involve racism and oppression and injustice in this country for different marginalized groups mm-hmm. whereas there i feel like there is no history that you talk about because it never happened right mm-hmm. we never did this we everything is fine hey look at this new building we just built mm-hmm. hey look at this really futuristic museum we just opened mm-hmm. like it, it really doesn't make sense to me and it makes me feel very uncomfortable i felt very guilty enjoying some of those things there um and the level of service and care there also made me very uncomfortable but you know that that's that's more of a me thing it's not it's not like a you know big deal to some people it's very much a me thing but i know i feel uncomfortable this guy would come to our hotel literally wash our dishes like do all these things and i was like um you don't have to do that you know what i mean like come change the sheets clean the floor whatever like typical hotel things but service is like above and beyond there is yeah. nothing that you could want that they would not do for you but my thing is like in Sudan we also have a culture of service though a, like a good number of families yeah, we have like in-house help whether it is like washing the dishes cooking cleaning all of that so why but was there a difference there for you for me i felt like if somebody is in your home well again this is going to depend on the family and the type of dynamic that you have but 
at least within my family, if somebody works in our home and provides us with some sort of service like that, I know that they're being compensated in a fair way, True. right? Because yeah. like, you control that. Because I control that. Yeah. So I can, I know that they're being compensated. I also know that it's not just them doing it. Like we literally will all help yeah. in mm-hmm. some way. It's also, yes. it's also my house. I also want to take care of this. I'm not going to sit and like watch somebody do all of these things and then. True. And, and also, like, like the respect. There's respect. You know that that person is being treated correctly and being respected and cared for, and not just for, like, those moments if they need anything further on in the line. Like. Yeah. And for a lot of us, those individuals become, like, family members. Like, a million know percent. Life, they know your yeah. life. You're supporting each other through different things. Like, yeah. there's a certain level of, like, like familiarity there mm-hmm. because they mm-hmm. work with you for years well i would say that this is the case in our families i i also am very aware and want to be cognizant of the fact that there are sudanian people who have help in the house who treat them like shit and, yeah, it's unacceptable honestly i feel like it's unacceptable and it shouldn't be accepted anywhere yeah because a lot of sudanese people leave Sudan to be those workers in other oh, countries. Mm-hmm. So why would mm-hmm. you accept abuse? Exactly. Exactly. It doesn't make sense. Doesn't. No. It becomes a whole social class issue and that's a whole other But I will say that in Sudan we're so much better than other Middle Eastern countries. That's one thing. Yeah. I really don't know. From, from what, um, from what yeah, I from what I've heard. Any documentation or any of that. But yeah. like I, out of my family's, like, friends, yeah. most, like, they literally know their, their people, like, firsthand, mm-hmm. whereas some of the stories I hear from other countries, it's not like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I mean, I but hope again, that's the case. No <laughs> yeah, I hope that's the case. The craziest part about Dubai for me was that I watched the um, Capitol resurrection on CNN, sitting on the couch in Dubai, in my hotel, and I'm casually, I come back from a night out, I open CNN, and that is what I see, and I was like, I have to go back to that? That was the craziest shit ever. We saw it in the airport from Niala to Sudan, back to Khartoum, I mean, from Niala to Khartoum in the airport. So Abrad opens her Instagram as we're (laughs) waiting at the gate in Niala. And she, like, shows me something. I'm like, what the hell is that? And then we were boarding. And we didn't have net for two hours. So for the two hours we were on the plane, I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, it was so weird. And then we finally land and we get home. And my aunt is like, what happened, y'all? I'm like, I actually don't know what happened. And she was, like, the one updating me. And I finally, like, get online. And I was like, what the hell is this? Like, this is not okay. And, like, it made me so sick. It made me so sick. And so then when I would go and talk to my cousins about the woes I felt in Dubai, they were like, how about you shut up? <laughs> how are you shut up and deal with your old country's bullshit? Oh, my oh, God. Oh, yeah, the was laughing at us. Oh, my God. It was hilarious What, a, what an embarrassment. Oh, yeah, very embarrassing. Very and bad. <laughs> you know what? What upset me the most is the fact that they were making a mockery out of, out of, like, true revolts and true like movements right you know oh my god i'm getting so heated right what the hell were y'all like it was the most over 
It was the most white supremacist shit I ever saw in my life. People, like, it was the most. It was people face racism. They yes. face so much, and that's why they. Uh, that's why they revolt. What the hell are you revolting against? They said we're just gonna act up. We're just gonna act up and show our no, whole ass not, in the world. It was not just acting up. It was not just acting they were up. Armed. They were armed. They entered the United States Capitol. By Why are you remembering this? Okay, you know what? I actually I forgot all of this. No, 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 I really refuse to give white people any any oh. of energy. I refuse oh. to let white folks short my life lifespan. I will be moving on from this conversation. Oh That's no! Just, I just want to say that I was pissed. I was heated. I was disgusted, and I returned to the country a few days after that. Yes. Sick to my stomach. I was like, I gotta, mm-hmm. I gotta figure out my life. Yeah, so that was January. All of February was depression because we were back. Like, yeah, honestly, good. the second I'm back, especially after Sudan, I'm always depressed. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, I know y'all diaspora kids feel the post-Sudan depression. <laughs> yeah. Hara. Hara, hara, hara. That's when no. you still call, call your aunts and cousins, like, every yeah. other day because you get your old life. <laughs> Two months later, y'all still talk to them every day? <laughs> I mean, not every day. It's been a while. Okay, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. You kept mm. up with the momentum. Yeah, same thing for me. I came back, depression. I also came back and I was like, I need, physically, I need to restore my body. Because imagine, I've been locked up for so many months. I went to Dubai and all of a sudden I was going out every day, twice a day, all day. Yeah. And my body said, girl, you're not ready for this shit. So I came back and I was, yeah, I was laid up (laughs) and just slept. Uh, for a lot of it. Also, February was cold. February. February. Yeah, let's look at our phones because I honestly forgot. Oh, Oh, we did. My photos. We did Baha's B Day brunch when we got back. That that was was so cute. Shout out Baha. Shout out D. We did a good little birthday thing. Yeah, that was pretty much February. We just did that and we (laughs) we were depressed. Yeah, that Um, was the highlight of my month. March. Mm-hmm. Oh, we also oh, March. Uh, Cali. Oh no, March was Richmond. Cali. No, March was Richmond. Okay, so we we recovered from depression. <laughs> we said, or actually, no, we were still depressed, but we were like, let's just do a one day trip real quick to one of our favorite cities, and that is Richmond, Virginia. And we had the time of our life. That was so. Yes. Nice. Richmond was really really nice. Um, oh, those chicken and waffles were good. We always eat really well in Richmond. One thing about that us, actually, we're going to eat well regardless. We go eat. <laughs> we eat well regardless. I mean, it makes the trip, does it not? Yeah, it does. Richmond especially, though, is our food like destination. No, mm-hmm. forget the chicken and waffles. The best food in Richmond were the tacos. You think so? The tacos were bomb. They were my favorite. Okay. They were really good. We waited a long time for them, but definitely delicious. That was really fun. And we went with Arij. You guys know Arij from one of our episodes. Yeah. Um, he was there with us, and it was wonderful. Oh, you guys forgot about the cake. Which we cake? Got, we got cake from... Uh... 
Oh, the salted from, caramel. Yeah. From, oh my what the God. hell is the name of it? Proper pie? No. No. We wanted no. to go to proper pie, but it was closed. Shout what out proper pie. Y'all need to go. We, yeah, we had a pie obsession. Shindig. Shindigs, yo. Shindigs. Shout out Shindigs. Yo, I was, I was supposed to drive us back, and I wouldn't operate the car until I got a couple bites of that cake. Right. <laughs> this is true. Literally, we had to feed her the salted caramel cake to get going on the road. That's it's so really funny. Good, Highly recommend that cake from Shindigs. Very delicious. Uh, my highlight of, from that trip is Abrar and I laughing for 10 minutes, maybe more straight, because guys, Actually, I'll save this for the last one. Let's person. save it for the last one. I think, I think that's mine. This is that was mine, bro. It's, okay. <laughs> it's ours, though. We'll it's save ours. it for that. It's ours. I don't remember. You'll see as soon as we start oh, talking ours. about it. All right, we'll save that. We'll save it <laughs> we'll for the end. Already dying. Oh, it's so funny. It's so funny. Okay. March, February, March, April. Um, March and April. April. End of March, we went to uh, California. Yeah. Dang. Okay, so we really were not. <laughs> Guys, at this point, we're vaccinated, though. Please understand. Very vaxxed. Yeah. Vaxxed and waxed. Yeah, okay. Only, I and only had my first vaccine. Oh, I wasn't vaccinated when I went to New Orleans either. I had my first Oof, vaccine. Lord. I took Look, a rest. honestly, I, took we, a rest. I wore my mask the whole damn time. That's a lie. But No, it's true. And when we were in California, <laughs> look, we did outdoor activities. La, la, la. Listen, listen. listen. We went hiking. We went to the beach. This is true. You guys were pretty good about that. I went to New Orleans, and I was in the French quarters, honey. And let me just say, I went on the first weekend that New Orleans opened up. Oh, wow. The people, the neighbors, the <laughs> Bourbon Street. <laughs> Bourbon Street was full. I mean, I was like, oh, okay. I was not vaxxed or waxed. <laughs> At the time. Hairy and susceptible. <laughs> that's horrifying. No, that's horrifying. Okay. Please get the images out of your head. Get the images out of your head. Let's move on to the beauty of New Orleans. Talk about New Orleans. Gorgeous. I fell in love with it. I fell in love with the people of New Orleans. I was like, y'all are not normal Americans. Aww. I don't know. I just felt like they were different. They're very much cultured. And I think it's because it's a city really centered around the arts. Yeah. So mm-hmm. people were cultured in a lot of ways. Now, I also know the realities of living in Louisiana. Mad racist, horrible infrastructure. Mm-hmm. The slightest bit of rain, they're flooding. I mean, it's just horrible. It's to learn more, clean sugar. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Let me tell you something about Kofi. Season four, Kofi. Let me tell you something about Kofi. Season Dollar. four, Allah. Let me tell you something about Kofi. You know what's what? that nigga name? What's his name in real life? That's his name in real life. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
In the show, he's Ralph Angel. Sorry. <laughs> Let's see. I, I think he gets me fumbling. He gets me fumbling and tumbling. Oh, my words. I don't know. Left from right, up from down. Girl, you falling down. You done. <laughs> you done. Look, said I kept saying, because she's been watching down. this show for years. Said I kept saying, Not for years. Not for years. Oh. That's Eddie. Eddie. Okay. I've well, you, you've been, you were the one that told me about it. Okay. So I finally watched, and she's like, Kofi, Kofi, Kofi. I'm like, okay, bet. I know he's cute but i watched season no. one and he looked like a baby i was like i get it he's a cutie season four first episode i was like la 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 la, la. this is somebody else kofi sirabay is Yo. one of those syrable whatever my ghanian king i will say though his personality is such trash to me it's so unfortunate wait why Ugh, we'll talk about this later it's whole thing. <laughs> however his personality or the character he plays makes him so attractive as well because he's such a great father he's a family man all of these like amazing qualities and, and it's the patience the, and like the, the love the quiet like i don't even oh, know just and how forgiving he is but he also has anger issues he does but, but... i can deal with that if you take off his shirt you can be angry if you take off your shirt. But honestly, what makes him mad is usually really, like, he doesn't anger easily. It's but, usually, like, heavy shit. And then the thing that also makes his anger somewhat, okay, see, now we're getting to toxic masculinity. Whenever he gets angry, he cries, and I like that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, like, like, oh, that makes it okay. I like that he cries when he's angry. Anyway, But he also cries when he's happy. What a smile, what a beard, what a hairline. Mashallah, the watercolor. Check, check, check. The trilogy. The trilogy, oh, honey. Body. Honestly, yeah. it's a unicorn out here. It's a unicorn. Um, but also, personal. So then now I'm just like conflicted about how I feel. Why does he look like a baby? I will look at you, though. Oh my God. Yeah, he does look like a baby. I Wait, do like something good to look at. What's, Ladies, he, what's yeah, that? See, this is why I don't get into like celebrity information because I don't, I don't want to know yeah. how trash you actually are. He's I'll get into your to, characters. Yeah, right. he's something good to look at, and I appreciate that. Anyways, New Orleans was it. I said goodbye to one of my bestest friends in life, Aww. Lean. Um, she left the country. Shout out, Lean, bro. Shout out. <laughs> Anyways, she left the country. It was very sad, but also a very great trip. Alhamdulillah, it was amazing. I'm very much refresh. I listened to live jazz that literally was like somebody put a battery in my in my body. Like I had, I was recharged for the next month. Oh, just from wow. one um, jazz session. Shout out Willie Green and the band just phenomenal i don't have enough good things to say but literally made my whole trip so yeah what was that april yeah it was in march april because like a week after that we went to california no we went before we went to california end of march i think you we went before you, you yeah i think you left the like as we were coming back um maybe because we left end of march I don't know. Mm. The sequence was weird, but we literally, we, it was like a week difference between yeah, when I went to New Orleans and when they went to California. Yeah, it was our first time in California, which is crazy to think about. And one day we were just driving and a five goes, why don't we go to California? 
I don't know what happened after that. That's very typical. You say you don't know what happened after that. Three weeks later, you're on a plane. <laughs> Literally, I didn't believe it until I was like in LA. <laughs> so you guys went to LA Air? San Diego. San Diego. Listen, Sena said it. Forget about LA. Just go to San Diego. Just. Yeah, honestly, San Diego's magical. Okay, okay, what I, so I was teleworking the whole time. So what I loved about LA is we were in a house in the Hollywood Hills and the sun rises because I had to work and given the time difference, I'd have to be up like before, I have to get up at like 4.30 LA time. Mm -hmm. And like it was dark. And as I'm in my morning meetings, I was sitting, I'd sit out on the porch and like watch the sunrise. That was, Mm. that was beautiful. We have one on our page. Uh-huh. We posted one of the sunrises on our page. I'm such a sunrise and sunset girl. Like, literally, I'd be in my meetings and I'd, like, trail off because I'd just be looking at the sunrise. Yeah, um, yeah I think that was definitely amazing. Honestly, Cali and, and the Pabia, like, the nature in Cali is next level. Mm. The beaches, the hikes. Honestly, forget all of that, like, Hollywood stars or any of that shit like that's not for me some people mm-hmm. like that but for me it was like the nature next level yeah and that's I, what and I was like go to San Diego and yeah that's what I felt like recharged me was all of the nature being next to the ocean like it's an it's an amazing feeling just hiking around and just being active and eating amazing food California food so yeah. good. San um, Diego specifically, I think, is, has the brunch game down. Oh, yeah. They know what they're doing. Oh, my they God. They have the brunch game down. They have the hikes down. They have the sunsets. Like, Beaches. It's, ugh, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous. I definitely want to go back to San Diego at some point. Hopefully soon. Yeah. Yes. But, yes. Oh, my God. I'm going to tell them about it, Jesse. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, first night, we're like, we need stuff from Trader Joe's. And that was just magical. So I met the <laughs> Jesse McCartney. <laughs> I spotted him. <laughs> I spotted him from the back seat of a vehicle in the parking garage of a Trader Joe's. Do you understand? <laughs> Botox, this yeah, at all you recognize. So I was driving and I didn't recognize him. I was I was getting the ticket and all I hear behind me is a broad in a pitch I had never heard before, shrieking. Because I look and I'm like I'm like, hmm, white boy, why are you out of your car? Because it it was like that lane where you're getting your ticket for parking and I'm like, why are you out of your car? And then I look, I'm like, mm, looks like Jesse McCartney. That's weird. <laughs> oh my god, that's Jesse McCartney! I don't want another pig. That was it. I don't want this anymore. No. I don't want my body to go away. I want you and your beautiful That was the album for the trip, okay? <laughs> that was, that song was on repeat. Some people listen to jazz. This is how people listen to Jesse McCartney. I understand. I understand. I understand. It was so funny. That was wonderful. He said hi to you, didn't he? Yeah, and then he I did. Over, I was like, oh, hi. He's like, hey, guys. 
Hey, God. No. God was still freaking out in the hey, backseat. God. And I, I was so excited because one of our friends we went with, Hilla, she was like, I have to see a celebrity. And when I spotted Jesse McCartney, I felt like I fulfilled something for her. <laughs> and it just made it worth it. But she it was in the car with us, right? Yeah, she was. She was sitting next to me in the back. So the whole time we they were her. in California, I was trying to get them to run into Rihanna because she, at that time she was out in the streets Ugh. of L.A., I kept sending them. I found a picture of her, and I was like, gosh, she's at this grocery store. <laughs> Go to this grocery store. I mean, I was really keeping track of Rihanna for them. and they that would have been Sadly, we were like ships in the night. Yeah. That would have been amazing. Talking to each other. It was just very sad. Carney. It's fine, though. <laughs> <laughs> some people get Rihanna. Some people get Jesse yeah, Wicker. It's fine, though. It's fine. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, that was really fun. Yeah. Um, I, I lived through you guys. I mean, I really enjoyed uh, the photos from that trip. were really, really, really beautiful. But we literally just took Sina's recommendations because, like, mashallah was San Diego. You were, like, the food, mm-hmm. the, like, the beaches, all of that. You were, like, that's it's all just, there. It's just, like, it's so much, for me, so much better than L.A. Yeah. Because L.A., yeah. like, it's cool and all, but I would rather be in San Diego. Long. Yeah, Arij also came through with the recommendations. No, actual like Excel sheet, like amazing, amazing, amazing. If y'all want that, let us know. <laughs> let us know. Also requires a DM. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, for me with LA, Malibu. That was like the sunset Malibu in Malibu. We went to this one beach that was gorgeous, and then we hiked, yeah, and then we hiked, um, like, not the Hollywood sign, it was next to the observatory, but you see it in Bain, I don't even care about the sign, it was, like, the mountain view, gorgeous, Mm, that was really Yeah, the city view from that is really pretty, too. Yeah. So that was that, what month are we in now? April. April. April? No. April is just recovering from life. Okay. We do shit. And preparing for Ramadan, right? Yes. Yeah. Wow. Ramadan is April. That's what that was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Ramadan began end of April. Yeah. And um, beginning of April, Ramadan began. Mm -hmm. No? Yeah, I think it was beginning of April. Ramadan was like middle of April. Mid-April. Mid-April. Yeah, 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 it was like April 12th, something like that. Yeah. Anyways, and middle of April, and that's also when my life completely changed. Dun-dun-dun. literally Ramadan. I got the call. Actually, was it a call or email? I got the email and the call that I had gotten a job in New York City. Yes, yes, it's true. The rumors are true. (laughs) Yes, I got the job in New York. And at that point, I was preparing to move. Literally, I I moved to New York a month later. But I had started work work like two weeks later. And as you can hear, I'm in New York right now. (laughs) From the sirens that are going in the background. Actually. Yeah, so... um, Shout out to They're literally doing this on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> they said, you said New York. <laughs> Shout out New York City. 
um, yeah, so I was preparing for most of Ramadan to move um, and, you know, fasting, praying, doing all of it, getting, I, I was not processing anything that was happening. I was just trying to survive, basically, and like, you know, gather my things, um, say bye to the people I needed to say bye to, spend time with my family, like really enjoy the most of it. My cousins were visiting. It was like such a hectic time, but also such a beautiful time. Like really, yes. really, it was really awesome. And then my time transition threw me the greatest. It wasn't a surprise, but it was a, such a great going away party. And everybody I love and care about was there. And it was so, such a great way to just like end Ramadan and eat. We were all so that. cute. We were really cute. It was you deserved the world, baby. Oh my god, I felt so just overwhelmed. I was like, I can't believe this is happening. Can't believe I'm moving. I can't believe I'm at this party. I can't believe all these people did this for me. It was a lot. Um, it was honestly, we're so proud of you. We're so excited. And New York, like you guys are meant to be together dreams, you, you and new york are meant to be together okay i feel oh. like we are meant to be together now oh. that i'm here it's been a little over a month still so many changes happening literally on a daily and di- no daily Wait, daily <laughs> fast pace um so i you know it was time for me to come here look at apartments then it was time for them to help me move in they came with Crazy. me, Abran Fad came, and Araf came with me, helped me, you know, take all my shit from Northern Virginia to <laughs> NYC, baby! To New York, yeah, and um, it was a big deal. We, like, it was, was really a big deal time. driving up together. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. tripping. Yeah. But, like, moving you up, like, yeah. emotional, your emotional, for sure. Like, what? Yeah. And that meant so much to me, too, because really, I kept telling everybody, like, oh, I can do this alone. Yeah, don't worry about it. Like, I'll just take, you know, this. And no way could I have done it alone. And now it's just become this, like, great memory for me that, you know, you guys came. I appreciated that so much because, really, you didn't have to. I honestly can't imagine not not having come, you know? Like, like moving in my sister. What the hell? Just put you in a home and send you up. We needed to, we needed to make sure like you were all set too. <laughs> yeah, and we had fun that weekend. That was really we fun. So fun. So fun. And here we are. I'm I'm visiting you for this week, staying in your gorgeous apartment. <laughs> um, I moved from financial district. I am now in Harlem. Hey. And Fief is visiting. Wow. We just literally recapped the last, like, six months. And it's crazy to just now talk about where we are now. And that was high level. That wasn't even all the inner workings of everything yeah. behind no, that. No, happened. we skipped a lot. Girl. We skipped a lot. We skipped a lot. But we don't want to bore you with Oh, no, 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 no. But I'm just saying, like, life moves fast. Like, it's it's weird because it's, like, you don't know what's next. You're planning for things. Mm-hmm. And you feel like every week just goes by really quickly. But when you look at it holistically and cumulatively, mm-hmm. you're like, look at all the shit that's happened. Yeah. yeah. It's actually been a lot. Yeah, it has been a lot. And I could not have written this any better. Shout out to God. 
Alhamdulillah, man. God really yeah. knows. God knows. God he knows, knows timing. He knows mm-hmm. what's right for you. He knows when it should happen, why it should happen, with who it should happen. Yeah. Like, you got to trust. Yeah. And, you know, you I, know, I really love to talk about the whole transition to New York at length at some point. Mm-hmm. I, I think that'd be a great episode. If anybody wants to what listen to that. What drove you to it, why you felt it was right, yeah. the actual move. After what there are some obstacles you faced. Mm-hmm. All the, I only faced obstacles, <laughs> like literally from the beginning to the end. But yeah, I would definitely do an in-depth thing on Let's that. Let's do that. I think that'd be really great. Um, maybe next episode we can talk yeah. about it. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah, yeah, now we're in New York and... There's still so much to come. You know? mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. <laughs> things are a brewing. Yeah, things are definitely a brewing. And so this is a good time for us to come back and check in with y'all and then like get back into this because we definitely miss doing this too. Yeah. It was yeah. a creative outlet for us, but we were really just trying to survive and we did not have the capacity to do anything. And it was weird too because mm-hmm. we were so hard on ourselves because people were so active online during lockdown but we did not feel inspired we didn't even care and we were like whatever we put out right now is so not going to be going to reach anybody because we're our heart isn't in it i feel like it's not like that we didn't care it just it felt overwhelming and i think part of it like is we for so long we've really put out like refined products right Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's like who we are and like who i am as a person is i like it's focusing on putting a fully finished product out right Mm. and so it was like editing the videos and thinking about social media strategy and how to engage and when to engage and all that but all of that is so much work and with everything else going on it felt like it it, we we couldn't do it and then Mm -hmm. it felt hard to do something halfway like if we're not fully what are we doing what does that look like like that was something that didn't click in my head is how do we still engage and interact but not in that way we were used to what does a new normal look like and so right now i think it's really good that we're exploring this like different avenue and looking to engage in a way that is not cumbersome and not like overly like time consuming because we all have so much going on but we love this community and building it and want to engage in different ways you know so i think it'll be interesting to kind of see where we go from here and would definitely love to hear from you guys what resonates, what you would like to see, and how we can kind of engage in more creative ways. Yeah. I think for me, I felt like it was, like, whatever effort I was putting in just didn't, um, it wasn't true to the mission yeah. and to, like, yeah. what Tea Time and Wanessa was for me because I wasn't at a space where I had any capacity to do that shit. So then I just felt like, you know, I don't even care about this right now. I, I literally couldn't get myself to do anything. Like, to I was barely doing enough to keep myself alive and sane. So it would just felt so, like, I just, I couldn't balance at the time. I couldn't figure out a way to, you know, make space for that. And life is going on. Like, yeah. you literally got a new job and moved. I got a new job as well. And it was, like, a lot. And then just figuring out what's next. Like, yeah. I feel like with the... With the pandemic, it was an it was nice in that it allowed us to just like reflect inwards and and focus on focus on a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Like internally, while also thinking about the pressures of 
everything going on. Yeah. But then like once things started to open back up, it, I don't know, like it was, it was a bit overwhelming because it's like, okay, mm-hmm. what now? What's next? Yeah. It was funny. I was actually watching Queen Sugar last week and um, I don't know if you watched this latest season, but the la- latest season starts off in quarantine. So yeah, they literally, yo, this season had me triggered when I tell you Sana and Abrar. Yeah. Like actually I was, I, I cried at one point yeah. because it was like seeing what we lived through enacted in a drama, like literally COVID hitting. And it's like in the distant news, a case in China, they're like, what the hell is going on? And then it's like, people are getting sick. They're like, okay, this is going to last one week. And then p- things start quarantining. And then a year moves forward. And then like seeing all that, and then the the Jeez. George Floyd killings and Ahmed Aubrey oh, killings oh and God. sealing that community deal with it and how we dealt with it. Like I remember we were so aggravated. Remember to that, we went to that protest in DC. I literally like my heart during that time was, I don't even know. I was just so mad that like, I forgot that all of that happened mm-hmm. while, while we were literally- The trauma, honey. The we, trauma. It was all of that was happening while we were afraid of dying from a virus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we were afraid okay. for our parents, we were afraid for our communities, but also from police violence, also for like everything, yeah. all of and that happened. our families did get sick, you know, people, yes. yeah. my family got Literally. sick. I mean, it was a terrifying, horrible, horrific time. And it was like compounded drama. That's right. what, it, trauma, yeah. that's what it was. Very <laughs> compounded and there was no light. Like, there was no sense of hope at that time because everything was compounded. You couldn't see an end to it. And it was just a very dark, dark time. Very, very dark. So for us to, like, recount all of the things that were... The happy moments. All, all of yeah. the things that we, in, like, intentionally did to try and keep ourselves sane. Like, these are things that we we went out of our way to do because it was necessary for our survival, literally. And for me, even, for me, even Sudan wasn't a, like, it wasn't as much about the escape and, like, all of that, but it was literally, I, with the virus, like, I'd been planning to go to Sudan before the virus, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, with the virus, I was, like, the world could like, we don't know what's going on. I hadn't seen anything could happen. I hadn't seen my grandma in five years. I was, I literally felt this internal, like, pressure, like, I have to see my grandmother. Mm -hmm. Like, it it wasn't so much for, oh, let's go and hang out in Sudan, but it was like, if God forbid (laughs) something happens to my grandmother, I don't know if I would be able to forgive myself. It was literally a survival mechanism at that point, because I was like, I I can't not do this. I can't not see my family during such yeah. a time yeah you know like, y'all are getting me in both actual driver like yeah. it like i don't care about anything else but that was literally yeah. like needing to see our family yeah no that that was it for me too i had to go see my family because i was like this is a really horrible time and these are the only people that can get me through it and i need to see them i need to be with them because I had just gone through this whole traumatic experience of dealing with COVID here with my family mm-hmm. that I was like, mm-hmm. I, gotta, I have to be with people who I love, care about, yeah. and do it in a, in, a, in a country that is far exceedingly better with COVID. And I was yes. able to see some sort of hope. 
Anyways, let's end this on a high note, guys. You'll get the <laughs> details of all this stuff maybe another episode. Yeah. But um, yeah, we wanted this to be lighthearted. We tried our Sorry, best, y'all. but this is the reality. This is the it reality. Was it is. It is. We definitely gave you guys a highlight reel and all the fun and quirky moments. But yeah. there's chunks of our reel where we're just like, uh, yeah, just and that's, that's a whole other issue. Yeah, so now we can reflect on the happy moments when, but when we were living it, that's why it was so hard for me personally to like create content. We were just trying to survive. We were trying to. I felt like an asshole putting out positive things when the world was on fire. Like, and you didn't feel good. Yeah, no. I need to get this shit, and um, and I think sometimes when you're doing the internal work, like you, you can't put it out at the same time. There is there isn't a quick turnaround for that. It yeah, takes a lot of rewatching some of the things that we had created and relooking at that yeah. and just looking at journal entries. Good. Yeah. <laughs> and reading and connecting with our families and just each other. I think that was necessary. Yeah, we helped each other get through that. We definitely help each other get through that. All right. So, what are some some things that you guys would suggest people to watch or listen to? Wait, wait, wait. I'm gonna go back to what was that story y'all were talking about? That Richmond thing. Oh yeah. So this is this this is the thing that we're doing now. At the end of these conversations, we're introducing a segment called Edgy. (laughs) Basically, Edgy Abitumi. Literally. Which is basically like us talking about things that we're into that, um, you know, maybe are shameful, right? Deserve, <laughs> deserving of judgment. Deserve some sort of judgment. Shameful. Deserve some sort of judgment and are shameful. <laughs> but we stand in our truth. <laughs> we stand in our mother effing truth. So, Abrad, I feel like you and I have to go first because we have the same one. <laughs> So we're standing in the line. I don't even know. We're standing in the line to get the cake while they're waiting in the car. I don't even know how the conversation got here. But we started separately because it's so shameful. We separately started watching this show called Virgin River. And if you know... And if you know what Virgin River is, I'm we are meant to be you. friends. We're meant to be friends. Right? You. <laughs> it is the whitest shit you've ever seen. It's so white. I will tell you, I have never seen pretty much any white show pretty much my whole life. Gossip Girl? Not Gossip Girl. Girl? Nothing. I haven't seen Gilmore Girls. Not any of the girls. Prison Break? Prison? <laughs> Not a single girl. <laughs> Not a single girl was watched by Sena Ginaudi, okay? And all of a sudden... Sex in the city? Not sex in the city. My mom yeah. called Are you blackity black? Blackity black. My mom called sex in the city girls in the city. I like that. Not even girls in the city, okay? And all of a sudden, I'm in this depressive episode, and I said, I want something that will... So far from reality. Yes. <laughs> so far from reality, but maybe it's a little entertaining to watch. And I and and I will say the the little preview for Virgin River on Netflix hit the spot. 
It okay. looked trash. No, I hit the swap. I saw the trailer and literally Girl, in my head, I'm like, who would watch this? Little did uh, I know <laughs> the two closest people to me hey. watch this shit. Hey. Hey, it's us. How y'all doing? <laughs> and the thing is that we really didn't tell each other we were watching this. And nothing. It's very shameful. That is the secret you die with. And then one day, I don't know <laughs> how we revealed this deep, dark secret to one another. But I think I just straight up asked, like, because the thing with Abraris, she's very adventurous on Netflix. Like, she'll watch the most That's not even shit. the most embarrassing thing she's watched. Oh, I know. Excuse <laughs> me. I'm only sharing one. <laughs> one did you for today. Right? Thank you. So I knew she was super adventurous on Netflix, and I'm usually not. So I brought it up to her, and I said, hey, uh... <laughs> Hey, you heard of this uh, show? <laughs> it's called Something River. I was like, have you heard of this show called Rising River? I've been watching this. <laughs> and tell me why she starts naming the kids. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, yeah. So you like it? <laughs> so not only the anything. fact that y'all watch it but the fact that you like it I loved it yes. <laughs> I, I was wonderful it. I they were in the mountains their their drama was does she like me does she like me not it was wonderful <laughs> it was it was the exact light oh my god just I'm literally crying of laughter. <laughs> and then we randomly started to remember that we would watch Virgin we watched Virgin River and when we locked eyes we couldn't stop laughing <laughs> the fact cuz it's out of pocket honestly. <laughs> Y'all came into the car laughing and when we asked you why you were just quiet. <laughs> yeah, cuz unless you know you don't know. <laughs> By the way, Sin, I have a gift for you. Is it a Virgin River gift? It's a Virgin River gift. Season three is coming out July 9th. Oh, <laughs> wow. It's a gift to also anyone else who watches Virgin uh, We Virgin recommend River. Virgin River to you all. Virgin so the closest I've gotten to that is Heart of Dixie, but Heart of Dixie had LaVon. He was a fine black man that knew what the hell I'm he was sorry. doing. I'm um, sorry. What's his name? He's a fine black man. Yeah. Yeah, there's another. There's a fine black man. I mean, I don't watch the show. There's one. Preacher. Shout out Preacher. He's a preacher. His name is Preacher. His name is Preacher. Preacher. That's how Southern it is. (laughs) I mean, is it it Southern? Not Southern, though. He did come from the South. Yeah. The most annoying person on that show was Hope. Let's not get it. Oh, my God. What's What's your IG? I honestly don't have a recent IG. The G that that I could share is I used to like country music. You used I, to? Yeah, I literally haven't listened to country music in like five years. At least new songs. The classics will remain the classics. That ain't gonna change. <laughs> Hit it, you know bro. what? Hit it, bro. baby. Lock them down. Turn them down. <laughs> Look, the classics will always remain the classics, but I haven't listened to new songs in a while. Oh I'll probably do something embarrassing soon, but I, can't I guess it. another G that I have is my TikTok obsession. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not embarrassed by it, but see, my thing is with my like anything that I would say is in a G, I'm not actually embarrassed. Like, I love Korean dramas. That's my that's my shit. I I'll, I'll scream that that's from the rooftops. Exactly. Yeah, Turkish dramas. That's my shit. 
Uh, okay, it one embarrassing, embarrassing thing. How quickly you get through the Turkish dramas. That's what's embarrassing. <laughs> no, I'm worse. 101 episodes or something crazy. She's no, like, yeah, I, I finished I, that I, last I week. forward through because some of, like, for me, it's I pick specific storylines and I follow them. And then when it's other characters, I'm like, I don't, I don't care about you. So I literally don't even know their names. Something, okay, and it, a G moment is there is a good chunk of music from the late, to from the late 1990s to early 2000s that I don't know. <laughs> this, this has been an ongoing problem in our friendship. But I blame the two of them because they ain't educating me. I literally will go somewhere and it will be like a song like this. I don't even know. I don't even. It's like a classic. And she's like, I've never heard this song before. I'm like, okay. It really is. It's my fault. I take responsibility. As a I, and I, I don't know what to do. You I were literally my sister. What were you doing? I don't know. What were you doing? If I got it, why didn't you catch it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that's I don't know, but Still definitely that needs to I be I feel like they've gotten better, though. You've gotten much better. Thank much you. Better. Yeah. Playlist is coming along. Embarrassed about, yeah. yeah. Okay, guys. Very good shit chat here. We're wrapping it up. Uh, yes. Please tuned. share an AG with us. Hashtag, yes. hashtag TTW AG. <laughs> AG is spelled AJI. Yes. <laughs> yes. AJI. AJI. And um, that's it. I guess we'll talk to y'all soon, right? Yes. Yalla. Bye. 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 Bye.